Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Monetary Life. This is Robert Fisher, your host. I'm really pleased tonight to welcome my special guest, Nan Nguyen. Nan she'll be, should be calling in any moment. And I'm very curious to learn a lot about what she's doing as well as the listeners, I'm sure, because I think it's fascinating that somebody is an interdisciplinary designer. We'll find out more about what that exactly means when Na calls in, which should be any moment. Uh, Just for a little bit of a background, Na is the founder and facilitator for Inner Compass, which is designed to align the inner self with meaningful work in the actual outside world. And I'm fascinated with that because, of course, we're all conscious of a change going on in the workplace. And I think it's really important for people to gain real meaning from the work. And I'm certainly not the only person who believes that's a consideration today and a very strong one. So I'm really curious to learn more about Inner Compass and how that exactly works. In addition, Nye is also an independent UX design strategist. Here again, I'm very unfamiliar with what that means, and I, along with most of you, I'm sure, are looking forward to finding out more about that. But from what I do know about it, Nye is working at the intersection of business design and technology for various industries, such as fashion, e-commerce, healthcare, wellness, and media entertainment. Na is also a certified yoga instructor, a level one Reiki teacher, and a Qigong instructor. Talk about interdisciplinary design. So it's really fascinating to find out what motivates her, and hopefully she'll be calling in uh, any moment. Uh, While we're waiting for that, uh, let's just recap some of the points that we hope to cover in tonight's show. Um, so interdisciplinary design, what is it exactly? Well, hopefully we're going to find out. I hope there are no issues in not calling in because I don't see her on the dashboard right now. Uh, but hopefully she will be calling in any moment. Uh, in the event that she doesn't call in and something may have occurred, which I'm unaware of at the moment, Um, This this can happen. Of course, we all know that our plans are sometimes thwarted through uh, situations beyond our control. So let's give her a few more minutes to call in. Hopefully she will. Uh, I'm personally very curious to find out more, particularly about Inner Compass. As most of you know, part of my writing and on my blog, I deal very often with issues of the inner self connecting with the outer world. And I don't have to tell any of you how challenging that could be today in today's world to actually maintain a sense of integrity while you're working to achieve your goals with other people. And I'm not going to say that things have become more difficult on any level because I'm not sure I really believe that, and that would be a very subjective call. I think that what we're certainly living through right now 
is a definite change in focus, a definite change in values. <clears throat> and the change is happening really, really quickly. So it's important, no matter what you do in life, to bring love to that work and to be flexible in terms of uh, your position and what you hope to achieve. And I'm trying to be as flexible as possible as I wait for Nod to call in. She hasn't contacted me to indicate there's a problem, but apparently there is. So let me just check and see whether she's trying to reach me through email. And let's see if I've gotten any emails from her while this is on. And no, I haven't. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. I don't mean to keep you listeners hanging. Um, so uh, we're going to wait a few more minutes for not to call in. And if she doesn't call in, let's say in the next five minutes, <clears throat> we're going to have to reschedule the show. I really apologize for any inconvenience. I know that I have been looking forward to this tremendously. Uh, so I'm going to actually uh, email her and see if she responds. Um, so let's see here. Um, like I said, we're going to give her another few minutes to call in. And if not, we're going to just reschedule. <clears throat> I hope this is not causing any major inconvenience for anybody. Uh, this has almost never happened to me. <laughs> so um, let's see if we hear from her in the next few minutes. But since everybody is here and we expected a show, um, <clears throat> let's see if um, we can talk a little bit about what she's doing. And I can give you a little um, little insight into some of the things that she's involved with mostly in the yoga and Qigong area. As most of you know who have listened to the show continuously, uh, I've been a yoga practitioner for over seven years, mostly in Kundalini yoga, although I started with Hatha and Ashtanga. What has really, really helped me tremendously, uh, and I'm going to share this with all of you right now, is about two years ago I took a special uh, class in Kundalini Yoga, which starts at 5 in the morning. It's called Sadhana, that's S-A-D-H-A-N-A, -A, and it's from 5 to 7 in the morning. Now, I used to be a night person and having great difficulty getting up in the morning. So for me, to get to the yoga studio at 5 to start the Sadhana practice uh, just about two years ago was a great change in my schedule. I have to say, though, that what I learned from that practice was pretty amazing. And those classes lasted for about two hours from five to seven. I learned that uh, the sadhana practice, which usually is in most yoga studios from 4.30 to 7 in the morning, is one of the most powerful uh, times to do yoga. <clears throat> the theory is that at that time of the morning, the whole earth is opening up, opening up. Uh, the trees are, are beginning to wake up. The animals are waking up. So you're connecting with a very, very special power when you choose to do yoga between 4.30 and 7 in the morning. It's often called the ambrosia hour. And having done that for most of the two months from the middle of October to the middle of December about two years ago, I saw incredible 
benefits in my life. And what I started to do after that session was over was to start a sadhana practice in my own house. But it doesn't start at 5 in the morning. When I do it at home, I usually do it between 6 and 7. And that is enough for me, Uh, usually about 45 minutes, about 30 minutes of yoga, and then uh, an 11-minute meditation called the Sat Kriya, which I find to be incredibly powerful. Um, we're going to give Na a few more minutes. I'm, I suspect that something happened because I haven't heard from her. Um, but but if there's anything that you guys want to know about that, please email me um, to find out more about Sadna. You can uh, look at the YouTube videos on it. Um, it is something that's normally practiced in Kundalini Yoga. I strongly urge you to try it. Uh, because you really are going to start to experience your personal power in a way that you never have before. When you do that practice, uh, it's scientifically proven that your whole nervous system, your endocrine system is recalibrated at that moment in time. And that's going to happen whether or not you do sadhana. It happens between 4.30 and 7 every morning in your body anyway. But when you do sadhana, you're giving it a special boost you are stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is really designed to handle stress and to combat the fight or flight response, which is so typical in today's world. Okay, well, folks, uh, I gave her five minutes to call in. I'm sure something happened. I hope she's okay. She has not contacted me. So we're going to reschedule the show Once again, I apologize for any inconvenience to anybody listening, but I hope to do a reschedule of the show soon. So good night to everybody. This is Robert Fisher from Monogy Life. Have a beautiful evening. Thank you.